Well, now, I've been asked in just 10 minutes to share with you our key teaching and the essential principles uh, that we live by in terms of serving. So, let us look no further then. See what day. I think it's much easier if we just uh, summarise uh, uh, this, really. Uh, this is the first Sunday of October, right? Yeah? So, we, we all know about this, yeah? No? No? Okay, so... Uh, first Sunday in October, throughout the world, hundreds of millions of people right now are celebrating Seawood Day, and it's all about serving. Um, uh, in fact, it's, it's an act of kindness without expectation. A universal concept which involves performing an act of kindness without any expectation of reward. It's about sacrificing your time and sacrificing your resources for the benefit of others without wanting anything in return. That's good, isn't it? That's all right. That sounds good. Yeah? So why don't we just do this then? Let's join in with all the others. Celebrate Seawood Day and we can have our serving done then, yeah? <laughs> but perhaps acts of Christian service are a bit more radical than that. Let's remind ourselves with a picture of some street signs. Okay, just to check you're still paying attention. Right, we'll do it this way. Signs with a blue background mean what? Sorry? Yes. Positive instruction. Okay? Signs with a blue background are positive instruction. So let us remind ourselves, when it comes to serving, what are the positive instructions that we're given here? Okay. First of all, our serving is... A lifestyle. Not just a day to celebrate. It's not just a bunch of tasks. Not just a set of attitudes. Not even regular patterns of good behaviour. It's a lifestyle. It's a consistent part of who we are. It just bubbles up and seeps out. That's radical. That goes way beyond Seawood, eh? Another positive instruction, our serving should come from a revelation of relationship. What does that mean? Well, serving for us, it's more than just a learned skill. It's more than just acquired knowledge. That's what serving is out there. It's a learned skill. You can acquire some knowledge, you can serve. We say, no, it's more than that. It comes from a revelation. In other words, God imparts something himself to us. And it's got to do with relationship. Because our serving comes from the basis of who we are in God. And we are his heirs. We are co-heirs with Christ. So when we have that impartation and that revelation, that changes Everything. Our serving is in the model of Jesus. As John started with that passage this morning, Jesus came not to be served, but to serve. So our serving also is in his image to be servants. And Also, we can't do it on our own. 
all the people celebrating Siwa Day, they may have great energy and optimism and diligence and skills, but we have got a different source behind our serving, and it's the grace of God himself. Signs with red triangles mean? Hazard or? Warning. Warning. Thank you. Yes, warning. Okay. So our serving comes with some warnings. Did you know it's possible to appear to be serving very well, but somebody might be doing it to look good. They might be doing it for a leg up, to impress the boss, to further their own interests. They might be doing it so they can wear a badge, get pips on their shoulders. But as we say, status, status stinks. We don't serve to gain status for our own agenda. And some people, as you just mentioned with Brian, some people might be serving because that's what gives them a sense of identity. But our identity shouldn't come from serving, right? So watch out, and we can help one another if we see any of that creeping in. Following the letter of the law. Now here's an interesting one. Because some people in their diligence to serve well can become slaves to the rule. They can follow the procedure. They, may, they have the process nailed. And that might look good. It might actually be quite a safe place because I'm following the rules. I'm sticking to the procedure. I'm doing what's needed. Can't challenge me. I'm following the rules. But that is serving the system. And God does not call us to serve the system. We're called to serve people. So watch out if serving becomes a matter of nailing the process. That's not necessarily what's needed. And perhaps the easiest trap to fall into is simply doing the task. Now, I think we've probably all struggled this with this at times. And this is really radical Because out in the world, serving is about doing the task. It's about getting the thing done. You know, and we need to do the task, don't we? We need to get things done or else there's chaos. So we know the importance of getting the thing done. But if if the task becomes the, the arbitrator, the ruling thing, then it will it will overrule people. And And what happens to our teamwork and our relationships if we're just smashing the task? We might also end up smashing the people. I went, I was very privileged. I once went on a a, a senior management course at uh, Cranfield School of Management, top management school. And they had this exercise that we did in teams. And um, it it was billed as though, you know, the team that completes the task first and does it best is is the winning team. I remember it clearly, uh, but I thought, there's something not right here. And I looked at the kind of tutors, and I could tell that they were watching for something different. 
And uh, they were trying to draw out the point, this kingdom principle, that sure, you might win the task, but you might lose your people in the process. You know, and, and the HR gurus and management people were recognising that it's not all about the task. It's about the people and how we do things together. So watch out for simply doing the task. Uh, next set of signs. <clears throat> Stretching it a bit here, but um, these are the kind of signs that, that refer to the contents of a vehicle or the characteristics of a vehicle. Okay? <clears throat> be interesting if our serving was likened to uh, radioactivity, wouldn't it? That's, that's a dinner time conversation for you. Anyway, right. <clears throat> so contents are characteristics of serving. Well, as we've just said, we're about serving the person. Okay? We have to keep the, the person central in our serving. We serve as though we're doing it for Jesus himself. That's radical. It helps us keep our clean hands and a pure heart, doesn't it? If we're doing it for Jesus himself. It always comes back to love, right? See what they might talk about doing great acts of random kindness and giving sacrificially, but we've just got God's love behind it all. Because by this will all men know that you are my disciples, that you pray regularly. No? That you know the Bible inside out. No. By this will all men know that you are my disciples, that you love one another. Right? It comes back to love. Okay? And we serve sacrificially. Is it really serving if it doesn't cost us? Sacrifice is in the very heart of God, isn't it? Jesus said, if someone sues you for his shirt, for your shirt, give it to him. If someone forces you to walk a mile, walk a mile, right? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. If someone wants your shirt, give them your coat as well. If they force you to walk one mile, go two. So if Susan babysits... Uh, who was the babysitter? Sandra. Sandra was the babysitter. If Sandra babysits and Brian goes off and does an airport run instead, how about Sandra says, oh, I'll just have to do it again? Yeah? And maybe next time he goes and does something else. Should she do it again? Right? Right? This is radical. This is radical. So, perhaps you're new amongst us, uh, perhaps you're feeling the challenge to make serving more of your lifestyle. What is the way forward? Well, <clears throat> I have sold my soul to Google, so whenever I need to navigate, I always use Google Maps as to direct my way forward. And those of you who've used SatNav will probably uh, be familiar with a map which shows you um, your routes, but it also shows you alternative routes. And your routes may come up with a little warning. This route has tolls. Okay? So, when it comes to 
our serving right here, right now. You don't have to get qualified. You don't have to acquire more knowledge. You don't have to acquire more skills. You can start serving right where we are. If we're navigating somewhere, we can only start from where we're at. Okay. Next, we have to be close enough to know what's needed. I think that's a difficulty with serving by kind of giving to charity sometimes. We kind of trust in that the right thing's done with it. But there's a distance there, isn't there? But serving people whom we know, if we're close to them, that's a different deal. Imagine navigating uh, with your sat-nav. Imagine your sat-nav was like 2,000 feet up. 2,000 feet up. You can't be sure, is it a left turn now or in a little bit further on? You've actually got to zoom in with your sat-nav, haven't you, to street level to know, now I turn, now I turn. Same with our serving. Get close enough to know what's needed. Serving is messy, right? It's going to be messy because it's, it's, about, it's about people. It's about sacrifice. It's about hearing God, and that means our plans will change. And that might mean there's a cost associated. So in our serving, we have to be prepared to pay the price. And that could be time, skills, the stuff we lend out could be money. But there's no excuse. This is far more radical than Seaward Day. And I'm excited by that because we've got a whole different basis, a whole different power behind us. And there's no reason why we can't crack on now. <clears throat>